Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 1st of June. And today, NBA fans behaving badly and a Queen's birthday possibly ruined. But first... Where is Sydney? That's it, Queensland. Where is Fiji? That's it, Queensland. Queensland's everywhere. Yes, and apparently even the MCG is now in Queensland. State-of-the-art facility, brand new stadium, thousands of fans, players and participants getting an opportunity to see State of Origin for the first time. NRL CEO Andrew Abdo announcing yesterday that the new wave of COVID in Victoria has forced Rugby League's governing body to move State of Origin Game 1 away from the MCG and take it to Townsville for the very first time. But with Canberra's GIO Stadium, the Adelaide Oval and Optus Stadium in Perth available as options, why Townsville? We've taken a huge hit financially. 2020 was incredibly challenging for the code. Having to cancel a game and refund fans and deal with the logistical challenges just a week out from the game in Melbourne meant that the Commission needs to think of the best interests of the game and limit the financial damage as much as possible. What Andrew's not saying is that Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has reportedly dug around the back of her Queensland couch and managed to come up with somewhere between 5 and $8 million to hand to the NRL in exchange for the rights to host Game 1. Money talks and bullshit takes the bus. Yes, it does. But with Game 2 already scheduled for Brisbane Suncorp Stadium, surely... The advantage of Queensland getting the opening two games of the series would have New South Wales players and fans live it. What do you think, former New South Wales firebrand Mark Geyer? Oh, you know what? I, I, I think my first reaction was to be, but not really. I think if you're going to beat Queensland, you've got to beat them twice anyway, so why not beat them on the home deck? Especially up there at North Queensland, it'd be a, it'd be a great experience for the the New South Welsh boys who haven't played there yet, so I, I don't mind it, no. That was unexpectedly considered from a bloke who once copped a six-match suspension for trying to decapitate the entire Queensland team. The French Open is very much still in the feeling-out stages of this year's tournament, with mostly players you've never heard of and ones I can't pronounce doing battle in round one. Am I pronouncing this right? Mr. Raz Al Ghul? But while women's number two, Naomi Osaka, won her first-round matchup. She also lived up to a post-match press conference boycott. In the last few hours, a statement has come from the 23-year-old on social media and she has pulled out of the French Open altogether. She says, I never wanted to be a distraction and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been clearer. The truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the US Open in 2018. I am not a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious, so I thought it was better to exercise self care and skip the press conferences. So now she is skipping the event altogether. Wow. Last time the NBA playoffs were held, games were being played without crowds and the players were living in a quarantine bubble in... Disney World. But the way these current playoffs are going, some players probably wish they were back in the happiest place on earth after the run of poor fan behaviour continued. One thing that has happened now around the league, fan dropping popcorn on Russell Westbrook in Philadelphia, a fan spitting at Trey at Madison Square Garden, that had to be addressed. And then John Morant's parents sitting in Utah... Fans were yelling vulgar and racist comments at them. And the latest incident surrounds former Boston Celtic, now Brooklyn Net, Kyrie Irving, who was almost hit by a water bottle thrown by a fan as he left the court after the Nets' Game 4 win over the Celtics. 
Once again, security was on hand to stop any remonstration from Kyrie and his teammates, but no one could stop teammate Kevin Durant letting his thoughts fly while speaking to the media post-match. Fans got to grow up at some point. I know that being in the house for a year and a half with the pandemic, got a lot of people on edge, got a lot of people uh, stressed out. Um, but when you come to these games, you got to realize, man, these, these these men are human. You know, we're not animals. We're not in a circus. Uh, you coming to the game is not all about you as a fan. So have some respect for the game. Have some respect for these human beings. And have some respect for yourself. Your mother wouldn't be uh, proud of you throwing water bottles at, at basketball players or spitting on players or tossing popcorn. So go to f- some have suggested Kyrie provoked the Boston fans, appearing to stomp and drag his foot on the Celtics logo in the centre of the court after the game. But that is not a point of view that the man himself agrees with. You know, we're not at the theatre. We're not throwing tomatoes and, and other random stuff at the people that are performing. You know, it's just it's too much. Yeah, someone should probably tell Kyrie that they don't throw tomatoes at the theatre anymore. I just don't want him to find himself involved in another controversy. The AFL is set to announce today that there will be no football in Melbourne this weekend as the city and state of Victoria continues to deal with another outbreak of COVID-19. Victoria looks set now to stay in lockdown beyond Friday. The government says it's a day-to-day proposition, but the outlook is increasingly bleak. With Victoria's lockdown set to continue into this weekend, the AFL is expected to relocate three matches scheduled to be played in Victoria this weekend, with St Kilda's game against the Swans likely to be held in Sydney, the Dreamtime game between the Bombers and the Tigers already changed to Optus Stadium in Perth, and Carlton v West Coast likely to move from the MCG to Sydney. And while the lack of football this weekend will sting, what's ahead might really hurt. Having already given up the Dreamtime game to Perth, Melbourne is facing the very real prospect of fans not being permitted to attend or potentially having to relocate another blockbuster with the Queen's birthday clash between the Demons and the Pies in round 13 facing a shift. And it would be a real shame because between you and me, I don't know how many birthdays Queenie's got left. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday the 1st of June. Don't forget to follow the scorecard on Instagram at the scorecard AU. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll catch you tomorrow for another fast, fun hit of sport. Listener.